0: Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Praise your name. Praise your name. name. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's something about that name. Oh, there's healing in that name. Oh, there's saving of your soul in that name. When Moses was commanded by the Lord to tell the children of Israel it's, it's time, you know, to get out of here. And it began to tell them their preparation they had to do. And they, they had to uh, have the sacrifice lamb and they had to bl- apply the blood to the doorposts, and they had to do it a certain way. It Just any old way wasn't going to get it. Because the death angel was coming through and you definitely wanted him to see the blood applied and in this day and hour way we get the blood applied is through baptism in his name oh hallelujah and get let the lord fill us with the holy ghost that is the way the blood is applied you want that blood applied it's very important it's the most important thing you can do in your lifetime it's Get baptized in his name and get filled with his spirit because that makes you a child of the king. Oh, hallelujah! He knows that when the blood is applied to your life, he knows that when you obey, and when that time comes, when we hear the trumpet of God sound, we're not going to stick around here, we're getting out of here. The children of Israel, they, you know. After the um, death angel passed through and then all the death of the firstborn of of the Egyptians there, they was ready for them to get out of there. You know, they've had enough. And one of these days, we're going to have enough. And God is going to hear our cry. And He's going to come after His bride that's made ready. Has the blood applied... Oh hallelujah, it's so important to have the blood applied in your life. Oh when he calls you, oh you, you're going to answer, Oh Lord, here am I, Here I come, Lord. Oh hallelujah, there's no grave going to hold me down because I'm coming up out of there. When he speaks the word, when he speaks that word, come forth, Hallelujah. when he calls the whole uh, you know, the whole church, bride it's going to be a great time meeting up in the air oh hallelujah i'm i'm excited i know each each time this old clock goes around and we get into another year it's another year closer to the coming of the lord and we want to be rapture ready because there's some things coming on on this earth right now different things there's some things that if you didn't have the Holy Ghost, it would be scary. But we know God had got everything under control, and things are going to fit jointly together. You know how His prophecy went, how His prophecy went forth. It's going to be exactly like He said it. Oh, hallelujah. And we want to be rapture ready. We want to be prayed up. Oh, we want to have the blood applied and keep it applied. Oh, hallelujah. We don't want dirt to get over top of it and, and dirty it up. And, and, you know, you can't see it. We want the blood. To, you know, the death angel could see it from the outside. We want this world to see that we have the blood applied from the outside. They can look at us and say, that is a child of the living king. or oh, because there's something different about him. I feel something when I come in, in the presence there. I feel the presence of the Lord that's that's on the, these christians that we we come in contact with and i am tell you it's good to have the holy ghost because that is the most important thing tonight it's having your life applied the right way any old way just won't get it oh it has to be the right way it has to be the lord's way in fact, he said if you try to come up any other way, you you're a thief and a robber. I, I don't think a thief and a robber is gonna get in there. I think it's gonna be the blood washed, born again. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Let's all praise the Lord at this time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the, Praise the Lord. Praise the
1: Lord.
0: Praise the Lord. At this time, we have the ushers get ready and take the offering. Let's all say God bless the offering in Jesus' name.
1: For He is Lord that all creation sings. Somebody praise Him, adore Him, worship His name I will I will praise the Lord, I know that I will I praise the Lord With my whole heart, I will sing, I will I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing, I will praise the Lord. I can't stop, no! I can't stop, praise the name, I just can't stop. Praise the name, I just can't stop. Praise the name, Jesus. I can't stop. I can't stop, praise the name, I just can't stop. Praise the name, I just can't stop name Jesus, I can't stop, I can't stop. In the name, I won't, I won't stop. President you man, can't man, make me stop. In the name, Jesus, I can't stop, I can't stop. In the name, I won't, I won't stop. Ben, yeah, you can't make me stop. In the name, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, I just can't stop praising your name, Jesus. Somebody shout that name, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy, Jesus, Lord, I just can't stop praising your name, Jesus. Shout that name, Jesus. You're the king of our king, Jesus.
2: Oh, we love you, Lord, and we love you, Lord, right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah,
2: hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. There's a spirit of worship here tonight. Hallelujah. There's something about entering into the presence of the Lord. Amen. It is a sweet, sweet experience. Amen. I'm so absolutely excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. There's so many other things you could be doing, but you're in the house of the Lord. You're in a place of worship. You're in a place of learning, in a place of development. Amen. Amen. I'm excited tonight. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bible, I'd like to turn your attention to the book of Luke. Book of Luke, chapter eight. And we want to look at verse forty three. Luke chapter eight and verse forty-three. It reads, And a woman, having an issue of blood twelve years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could he be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. Amen. Jesus said, Who touched me? And all denied Peter they, excuse me, Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Amen. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him, Before all the people, for what cause she had touched him. How she had was healed immediately. And he said to her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated tonight. Amen. This woman is commonly referred to in the scripture for her determination or her motivation to push through the opposition and everything that was against her to receive what she had need of in her life there was many things against her that day all besides the people she had tried everything else and everything else had failed her and come up short she had lost everything that she had in trying to find this answer that she was looking for and still had not found it. Of course, you could always say that she could have, you know, went the short way and just went straight to Jesus at the beginning. But like a lot of us, we tend not to do that. We tend to take the long route, if you will, and trying to figure it out on ourself and our own way before we finally realize that we're just wasting our time. And she... Where we started reading today is when she finally realized, I'm going to stop wasting my time. I'm going to stop spending money I ain't got anymore. I'm going to stop running around here asking everybody else what the problem is when I can go to that man over there and I can get the answer. And not only can I get the answer, I can get the solution that I really need done in my life. But it took her making her mind up took her making her mind up that finally that she's going to humble herself finally she's going to understand that she and nobody else has the answer and that it's just a waste to try to keep finding it and that I'm just going to go ahead and take it to Jesus that's a big decision in our life to finally come to the understanding that we can't do it and that we keep making a mess of it and that we can't get any kind of traction or any kind of movement going in the right direction and so we finally have got to understand in our heart, we've got to stop and let Jesus take control humble ourselves and let his will be done in our life and that's hard to get us out of the way <laughs> some of us have a lot of baggage, a lot of background a lot of experience and things and we tend to Find comfort and ease in that. And it's difficult to let loose of that and go stepping into something that is unsure. I mean, God said in His Word that He's going to be there. He said in His Word, He promised us that He's going to bring everything to pass. But still, it's a, it's a all, as the Scripture said, that we're to walk by faith. And not by sight. And so every day that we walk with God, we're stepping out onto literally nothing and watching God provide for us. And it gets a little uneasy sometimes because you don't know what's going to happen, but you do know that when you take that step of faith, that God's going to provide. That God's going to bring the direction. God's going to bring the promise. He's going to bring the provision or whatever it is. It's going to be there. It's just something that we have to get used to. Get used to trusting God. Get used to just depending on Him. Stop depending on what the doctor says. Stop depending on what the bank says. and Start depending on what the Word of God says. It doesn't come up short. It doesn't leave you hanging. This poor woman, she was left out there for a long time just looking until she finally said, okay, I've had enough. Enough is enough. I'm going to take care of business now. I'm going to go do what I was supposed to do a long time ago. Just humble myself. Just let go. Just stop worrying. Stop thinking about it. Stop making excuses and go do it. And then after she made that part up, then she had to get through the crowd. Everybody was trying to get to Jesus. Everybody was pushing against him and and trying to get what they needed in their life. But she didn't care. It didn't stop her because she was determined. And once you make your mind up about what you want in your life, you're going to find that you're going to be able to do it. And when it comes up, something comes against you, you're going to be able to find the strength to say, You know what? I tried that. It didn't work. I'm going to keep pushing on. And when somebody else comes and says this and that, you're going to say, no, no, no. That's not what I need. I'm trying to get to Jesus. So you just back off because I know that's the only thing that's going to do it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You make that up in your mind and there's not going to be anything that's going to be able to stop you. It doesn't matter because your mind is going to be made up. She understood And like I said, she went the hard way, but she understood nothing else could fix her problem. Nothing. She tried everybody. Nothing else could fix her problem. And see, until you make up in your mind that nothing else is going to fix your problem, until you get yourself where you belong, and you get yourself in the right flow of things, and in alignment with the Word of God says, until you get that in your head, you're not going to be determined enough to keep doing it. It's just going to be an alternative plan. It's just going to be another option that you have in the many options that you consider. There are no other options tonight in getting into heaven. This is the only option. This is the only way to do it. There's no other way to look at it tonight. Amen. God was clear in what He said. There was no, you know, allowance there of anything else. He said very clear Born of the water and born of the spirit He didn't throw a little something else in there It was just as clean cut As born of the water and born of the spirit God's very clean cut in everything that He does He's very right to the point if you will In every aspect of what He does Or He instructs us to do And it's to be that way for a reason For we won't get confused For we won't, you know, get a little bogged down with this or that. He keeps it simple and he keeps it easy. He keeps it right on our level that we can understand. But the problem is we try to make it into something that it isn't. God's not trying to make it into some big thing. He's simply saying, obey what my word says. Just simply obey what it says and apply it to your life. He's not trying to make us solve some big, huge problem and some big thing you got to study for here. He's simply trying to get us to get out of the way. Just get out of the way. There have been many people that have had that problem. The rich young ruler came to Jesus, he had that problem. He couldn't get out of the way. Here Jesus is standing there. He's going to bless him, he's going to give him his heart's desire. And all he could think about was his money. All he could think about was his things that he had. Things here. Some of us got some things tonight. We've got little things we like. Little baggage or whatever you like to refer to it. but we've got things. Things that keep us in places we don't belong. Things that keep us in company with people we don't need to be hanging around. Things that just shouldn't be there, but we allow them there because, hey... you know, I kind of like it there. It's easy. It's comfortable. And so he walked away from Jesus not getting what he needed because of his things, because of his lifestyle he liked, because of his company that he liked. And so he misses out. Why? Because of him. Not because of Jesus. Not because he didn't have opportunity. Because his mind was only on him and not on anything else. And when our mind is on us and our things, we can't have our mind on Jesus. It's impossible. His word said it was impossible. He says in his word we can't have two masters. And so either we're going to love God tonight or we're going to love ourselves. We're going to love the things that we want. And therefore, we're going to be cut off. We're going to be separated. We're not going to be able to obtain the real things that we need in our life. Because we just want us. We want our things. We want our little good time. We want our little things that we think are so nice and wonderful and pretty. And all the while, it's just robbing us from the blessings of God. You've got to be determined tonight in your heart of what you want. I want the Holy Ghost. I want His Word working in my heart. I want His perfect will done in my life. I don't want to substitute will because I messed up the first time and so now God will still let me in but now I have to go this way because I done messed everything up. I don't want that. I want it the way it's supposed to be. I don't want it to walk away and then eventually come back to Him. I want to stay right where He placed me and keep loving Him every day that He gives me. That's not difficult. He's allowing us the chance to do that. He's given us the instruction that we need to do that. But our determination in our heart has to be above that of what we naturally want and what we naturally think we need. When Jacob was facing his brother, he was determined. The Bible says that the angel came, he began to wrestle with the angel. And the Bible says he did not let go. He kept wrestling. He kept holding on. He he said, no, 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 I'm not going to let go of you until you give me my blessing. I need a blessing. I need a touch. I need my name changed here. I need something to happen in my life because I'm about to face something I don't want to face. And so he held on, and he kept holding on, and he got his leg broke. He kept holding on, and he kept clinging until he got what he needed. And then he said, all right, I got what I need. You can do what you want to do now. I got what I need. That's what we have to do. That's that's what we have to do. See, we're right here in a place that we need to be at tonight. Everything is right here in order, just the way it's supposed to go. But we've got to be able to get up and say, I want it. I want it more than going home and going to sleep right now. I want it more than sitting here thinking about how I can get warm right now. I need that Holy Ghost in my life. I need that touch and that direction and that anointing to move in my heart. Hallelujah. I'm going to wrestle myself out of the way. I'm going to push through everything that I've got going on. And I'm going to break my way in to what I need tonight. I'm not going to step back and allow it just to be the way that it is. But I'm going to say, no, no, no. I need this tonight. I've got to have it. I can't keep going the way that I am. Thank you, Jesus. That's just the way that it has to be. There's just no other way about doing it tonight. If not, you're just going to be walking away. Say, no, no, huh. no, 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 I, I can't do that, I can't do that. that, that's too much. You're getting into my space now, that's too much. No, no, you're just going to walk out the door and you're going to leave the same way that you came in here. All wrapped up, all chained up, all bound up. Not 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 feeling the way you gotta feel, not having that Holy Ghost unction that you need, not having that smile on your face that the Holy Ghost gives you, not having that spring in your step that only comes when you're full of the Holy Ghost. Do you notice you feel different when you got the Holy Ghost? You look at things different when you got the Holy Ghost. You you have a a love about you when you got the Holy Ghost. When you you see somebody next to you that's struggling, you have a little compassion in your heart and you say a little prayer for them and say, God, help them out. They need you. But when you ain't got the Holy Ghost, you don't care about anybody else. You you, kind of avoid situations because you don't want to be involved with it. You know, the Bible and the Word, God said many times, uh, to love your neighbors as yourself. He said that because we're supposed to have compassion, we're supposed to have love. This Holy Ghost inside of us is not just for us, and when it's working, we're not going to be able to keep it just to us. But when we're struggling day after day after day just to keep us where we belong, there's a problem because we're never getting the victory that we need. We're never getting the full fulfillment of what God has, the way that it needs to be. Because we're still in the way. We're still stopping it. The Bible says there was a lepers that came to Jesus, and they wanted to be touched. And the Bible says that God cleansed them. And the Bible says one of them came back and gave God praise. And the Bible says that one that came back, he made him whole. And all the rest of them, they were satisfied because they didn't look the same way they looked before. And that's all they cared about was the way they looked and the way that people thought about them because, you know, lepers weren't popular people. (laughs) They were kind of excluded, if you will. Kind of not allowed to be around everybody else. And that's all they cared about was themselves. We want to fit in. We want to look like everybody else looks. Please touch us. And they, all the while... They had no concern for their soul. That, that was not even, you know, in their mind because the first time they had a chance to go give God praise, what did they do? They went running to show everybody, look at me. And all the while, they weren't whole. They weren't the way they're supposed to be. But they didn't care because they were so just me, 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 me. Here I am. Look at me. No more spots. No more flesh hanging off my arms now and my face and everywhere else. I'm all normal now who cares because you're still lost who cares because <laughs> you're still empty what good does that do that's like pulling up a gas station sitting there for 20 minutes and not getting any gas and you're on empty and you pull out and you run out halfway down the road <laughs> kind of pointless there wasn't it <laughs> hey it looked like I was there right everybody thought I was getting gas It looked pretty cool didn't I didn't have the little thing in my car Nothing was coming out though but hey Everybody thought I got gas Didn't do them any good (laughs) Here we are In the big Holy Ghost gas station And God's wanting To fill us He's wanting to touch us And help us and get us up out of the place We're at and we're just sitting here Sometimes just like oh here I am And we're not getting What we need and we walk out Empty we walk out broke down when God's here to fix it. That's why we're here. To worship. And we're here to give Him praise. We're here to be made whole. And it's nobody's fault besides ourselves If we leave any other way besides whole tonight. It's not like God runs out. It's not like God says, only on this night and this night I'll do it. It's every single opportunity, any time that you can get your mind on it, any time you can get yourself motivated to worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel good tonight in the Holy Ghost. I feel good tonight because God is here. There's praise. I'm amongst people of like precious faith. That There's worship going up in this atmosphere tonight. The Holy Ghost is being poured out upon willing and open hearts. That's exciting. That's exciting because people figure out, I don't have to live this way. I don't have to be wrapped up with this. I don't have to be under, under the whip of a, of the sin that wants to live in my life. I remember, you may be seated. I remember a time in my life when I had situations going on that I shouldn't have been doing and and all the while I'm trying to act holier than thou and everything's fine and everything's wonderful and the whole time I come in and you come into service and you get a good breakthrough and you feel so good and and everything you feel is going to be so perfect now and gonna be wonderful it's all going to work out and then all of a sudden you realize you're right back in the same thing and there it is The devil's still got you. He's still telling you what to do. And you're still listening. (laughs) At least I was still listening. And the same old thing, on and on and on and on. For years, I struggled with that. And finally, one day, it just was simple as I'm saying, I've had enough. I've simply had enough. It's making me sick. It's making me so confused I don't know what's up and down I don't know what's going on I tell a lie here and lie there And, and I, everybody, I don't know who I am anymore And that's what the devil makes us He makes us into so many different things That we aren't Because we're just trying To just get a hold of something We're trying to build upon something But we're just not doing it the right way And then finally when you let it click In your mind and see If you just do it the right way way if you just discipline yourself if you just make up your mind that's all it is make your mind up make your mind up to stop sinning to stop allowing the devil to put you in those places yeah, he, he, brings, he brings things to us but we are the ones willing to do them we, we put out a little placemat for him sometimes Oh, have a seat come on Come join me. Feeling a little lonely. We sit down right in front of it. Our old eyes cling right to it. Whose fault's that? It's our fault. We're the ones sitting there. We're the ones looking at it. We're the ones experiencing it. We're the ones allowing it to affect us. And all the while, we're saying, Oh, I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. (laughs) I'm trying so hard to do what's right. uh, No, we're not you're lying you're lying to yourself because you want to do it that's all it is you want to do it so why don't you be honest and say I want to sin I want to do wrong, I want to go to hell I want to do what I want to do at least be honest about yourself stop trying to be somebody that you're not I I don't like people that do that, they're liars I don't want any part of that, get away I grew up with a guy one time, and he was the biggest sinner in the world. And I'm not trying to judge anybody, but he was. But he, he tried to just be Mr. Joe Cool, you know, act like he had the Holy Ghost. And all the while, he had everything you could possibly dream of going on in his life. And everybody thought, oh, he's doing great, yeah. And I'm like, what? what's your prescription on those glasses you got on? I said, I said, there ain't nothing going on that's right there. But he thought he was great because nobody knew what was going on. God knows what's going on. God sees where you're at. God sees what you're allowing to live and camp out in your heart. And I don't want anything in there that doesn't belong. I don't want anything in there that can come springing up and springing out. And sometime I don't want it to. Because let it be known right now, it's going to show itself, it's going to come out. The Bible says those things you do in secret. He knows. And they're going to be coming out to everybody. And I don't want to be being one thing and my fruit showing something else. I don't want to be saying I'm one thing when I'm really another in my heart. Because all we are is deceiving ourselves. Making ourselves look like a fool. And that's what the devil wants. Just to make us look like a fool. But we don't have to do that. I keep going back to that because that's what it is. We don't have to do that. You don't have to keep struggling. Just simply say, I've had enough of this. I don't want this. And mean what you say. Mean it. Don't say it right now because you're in service. And walk out that door and go home and do whatever it is you're going to do. Or call whoever it is you're going to call or whatever it is. When you repent, that means that you not only tell God that you're sorry, but that you're turning away from it. So God, I'm going this way, and I know this way's not right, so I'm sorry for this, so I'm going to go this way now, because this way's right. And I'm not going to go that way anymore, because I know that's wrong. And I'm not just going to say that right now, because, you know, it's the the right thing to say at the right time. And, And the problem with that is, is people don't understand why they can't get what they need. It's because you're not being honest with yourself, and you're not being honest with God. That's why you struggle. That's why you keep falling face down. That's why you can't keep things going the right direction because you're not being true to what you say. I want my words to be honest. I thank God for a pure mind and an honest heart. I thank God that that, that no longer am I constantly bombarded with things of that nature. Because when you're in sin, it is not a pleasant thing. Constantly being battled and beat up emotionally. Sin will kill you. And I don't just mean spirit. It'll, it'll kill you naturally. It kills you. It wears you out. You can, sin and wears you out. I mean, it just flat, you're so wrapped up in it, it's just, you're physically exhausted. And it doesn't matter if you're doing it or not. It's if you're thinking about it. It drains you. And it keeps your mind on something it's not supposed to be on. That's all the devil's after, is keeping your mind wrapped up on something, anything besides what God wants you to see. And as long as he's doing that, he's happy. And he just keeps showing you whatever it is. Here it is. Ooh, it's like putting candy in a kid's face. They're going to chase right on after it every single time until they get an old enough to say, hey, that's making me fat. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> that's rotting my teeth out. That's not good. Sometimes we never figure that out. <laughs> I still haven't figured it out. I know it's wrong, but I still haven't figured it out. (laughs) And so we keep doing and doing and doing it. But sin is not allowed. There's no room for sin. There's no place for sin in your heart. God, what is it? Whole heart. God deserves everything that we have. We have no place for our little things to slide in there. No place for that. I don't want any place for that. I'm too happy doing what God wants me to do. I'm too happy being in service with God. And you know there's a difference between coming into service and having to pour your heart out because you've been living a life of a sinner and being able to come into service just excited because it's another time for service. And you can bypass four hours of repenting because you haven't done a whole week and because you've been wrapped up in everything you've been doing. And you can just come in and say, Lord, I thank you for the victory. I thank you that you've given me another chance. It's not worth sinning. It's not worth it. The Bible even tells you it's but for a season. A short little season. It's going to run out and it's going to be like everything else. But you can't say, I want what Jesus has. I want what He has. He's got my answer. He's got my solution. He's got what I need. He's got what's going to bring me through every trial. He's got what's going to bring me through every financial trouble. It's going to bring me through. He's got it. And I want it. I want it. I want the victory. I want His will in my life. His perfect will. Not His will mixed a little bit with my will. His will. I want to be fully submerged in His will. We get fully submerged in His water. (laughs) We come out. He gives a new start, a new beginning, a new everything. And I want to keep it that way. It's nice then. You come out of that water for the first time it feels so good. You you know everything's washed away. You know everything is gone, and and there's no more haunting and no more anything going on there until you allow it to, (laughs) and you allow yourself to do something retarded and, and silly and crazy. But then I'm thankful for the second time and the third time. You go right back in there. Say, Lord, I thank you for your Holy Ghost. I thank you for that blood that washes away my sins. I thank you for that covering that you give me that makes me clean, that makes me pure, that keeps my mind the right way. I'm thankful for that blood. I'm thankful for a second chance. I'm thankful for a third chance. I'm thankful for a fourth chance. And every time I messed up after that, I'm thankful that he's brought me back again. I'm thankful that he loves me and that he picks me up and that he takes care of me. I'm thankful that He doesn't turn His cheek to me when I do something like other people in this world do. I'm thankful that He still loves me even though I don't love Him sometimes. And even though I don't do what I'm supposed to do, He still loves me. He still lets me come in to worship Him. We don't deserve to be here. We don't deserve this time that he's given. But by his grace, he's seen fit to allow us another time. By his grace, he's allowed us another chance to call upon his name. I'm not going to take advantage of it, but I'm going to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this time. Thank you, Jesus, for this chance. Thank you, Jesus, that you've placed me in a right mind. And you've given me an able body to worship you with. I'm going to use what you give me. I'm going to praise you with what you give me. I'm going to use it for your service every day you wake me up. I'm going to be a light and a witness, an example of what you've done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's something about keeping praise on your lips. There's something about, in the midst of the darkest time in your life, lifting up your heart and saying, Thank you, Jesus. I know it doesn't look good outside, but I know I've got the victory. I know the doctor says it's not good, but I know you've got the healing touch I need. I know you've got the victory that I need. I'm not going to sit down. I'm not going to walk away from it. But I'm going to press my way through. I'm going to say, yes, Lord. I know it's there. (laughs) Your mind wants to think about this. Your mind wants to think about that. It wants to think about all this stuff. That's not why we're here. We're not here to think about this. We're not here to think about that. We're here to worship. We're here to pour ourselves out. We're here to humble ourselves. We're here to receive what we need in our life. If you can only push by yourself for a little while, if you can only get your touch that you truly need tonight, then tomorrow you're going to be able to stomp on that devil. You're going to be able to say, No, no, that's it. It stops right here. It stops right here. And it ain't going nowhere else. It ain't going out that door with me no more. It ain't going home with me no more. It ain't coming on at night any longer. It's staying here. Sin has to stop. (laughs) Do you want the victory? Do you want the Holy Ghost? Do you want to go to heaven? Do you want to have a pure mind? Do you want to have joy and peace in your life? Then stop the sin. Stop doing it. Stop thinking it. Stop allowing it. Stop making opportunity for it. The Bible says make no provision for the flesh. Don't give the opportunity. Don't give the ear. Don't give the eye. Don't give anything. It's not worth it. It's not worth it matter how much you think it is it's not worth it so stop now while you still can stop now while you have another chance to call upon his name stop right now while God has allowed you one more time to be in his presence I'm going to praise him for that and I don't care what you do I don't care what anybody else does I don't care what anybody else has to say about what I do I don't care because you aren't going to be there when I stand before God. It's going to be me. And I'm going to have to answer, why didn't you not do this? Oh, I had things going on. I was busy. I was doing this and that. Psh, I'm going to fit you in there. You may not think it like that, but that's what you're saying. When God gives you a chance like this and you walk out and you don't take advantage of, you're saying, Psh, whatever. Who cares? I don't want that. And any time you walk out, not whole. Not whole. Now, that that doesn't mean you can get a little touch. That's great. That's wonderful. And I'm not discouraging that. But God wants you to leave whole. Complete. Complete. That means without anything missing. Complete tonight. That's how he wants us. That's how he's designed this process to work, this plan to work, is to be whole. Not part. Because if you have a little part there, then you're going to go find something to fill that little part up with. Right, so whole. What we're looking for, and whole means we leave it all right here, all everything, all of our desires, all of our wants, all of our things. We leave it and say, Lord, I don't want those things. I don't want any part of those things. If you see fit to bless me with it, that's great. But I don't want it. I leave it here. <laughs> I, I one time. I learned the hard way of trying to keep things and store things and put a little reserve tank in case of bad bad stormy days. And I, I figured out, it, 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 if you do that, it doesn't work. But when you invest everything, saving the count and all, you, you just give it. And say, Lord, here it is. Here it is. And and, and, and and if you if I need it back, you're going to give it to me. And, and if I need this back, you're going to give it to me. But I'm going to give it to you because you're the one that gave it to me in the first place. Right. God, you gave me this vessel today. He's given each one of us a vessel. Not for us, but for his work. And I'm going to give it back to him right now. And Lord, if you see fit tomorrow to give it to me again, I'm going to use it for your purpose. And if you give me a vehicle again tomorrow, I'm going to use it for your purpose. I'm not gaining these things for me. God blesses you with something. He intends for you to use it. Not keep it. Use it. You know, the the man, the three men that got the talents, the two went out and used it, and the third one buried it, scared of what's going to happen. And what happened? Depart from me. I never knew you. God blesses us with talents, with opportunities, with abilities, and strengths that we have, and we want to keep them and use them for selfish purposes? No. He's given us to build a church, to be a light, a witness, an example. Use your talent accordingly As God has blessed it to you to have Don't go hiding your talent In the ground because You're too busy or you're too scared To use it God's blessed you with it And you better use it Or he's going to take it away He's going to give it to somebody that will use it I feel good tonight in the Holy Ghost I feel good tonight I feel so good because the victory is here. Because His promise is here. I feel good because I know by faith that every single single need in this place can be filled tonight. I know that. I don't just say that. I know that. If everybody would get that in their mind that they could get and do exactly what they need, they could do it. And God's going to do it. Where do you want? God always leaves it in your hands and sees what you're going to do with it. Is it just going to be another thing? Another time? I come do my little five-minute thing and I'm going to walk out that door. Or are you going to come and say, I'm pushing through this flesh. I'm pushing through my desire and, and what I'm thinking and I'm going to get my mind right. <laughs> Last night in Fort Myers, I, I mentioned in service Sister Lewis had sang, get your mind on Jesus, let's have church. And as she's singing that song, I'm thinking. I'm, I got my hands up. I'm singing the song. And I said, Oh, I forgot to take the trash out. Oh, man. Oh, what am I? Doing? Oh. And the song is saying, Get your mind on Jesus. Let's have church. I'm singing the song with my lips. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I forgot to take the trash out. Man. What's that? And I told the church, I said, I, I, I had to tell myself, like, Stop, 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 stop! Stop! I'm in church! That's going to be there tomorrow. That's going to be there when I get home. Stop thinking that! I've got to get my mind here right now. And all of us have done that. <laughs> so many times we've done that. You've got to get your mind where it belongs. And right now, it's on church. We have things in our life we need taken care of. We have attitudes in our life we need taken care of. We have things that bother us that need to be removed. Can we get our mind on him long enough? Can we get focused long enough to say, Lord, here I am and get outside of us long enough to get the touch we need? Or is it just another time? It's just gonna be oh, oh man! It's Wednesday night. What's he doing? What's going? What's going on? I, I gotta get up in the morning. Do you? Are you going to? Are you gonna have another morning? How? What makes you think that? You? <laughs> well, you got a schedule right. Ain't gonna be nobody messing up your schedule. Are you sure? <laughs> have you talked to anybody about that? <laughs> is God aware of that? Your plan? That's not what this is about. This is a chance he's given. Let's take advantage of it. (laughs) Hey, that's a novel idea. We're in church. Uh, It's a place of worship. Let's worship. Let's call upon his name. Let's thank him for what he's doing. Let's praise him for everything he's done, for everything he's bringing about in our life. He's brought so many blessings in our life. And we want to think about something we don't have. Just be thankful for the breath you've got. Just be thankful for the strength that you have tonight. There are people in this world that would love to have the members that you have to be able to move and to be able to lift up your hands and to be able to breathe with the oxygen. God's given you a blessing. It doesn't matter what your situation is. You've got blessings in your life and you better start praising him for it. Let's worship Him right now. Let's call upon His name. I thank you Jesus I thank you Jesus I thank you Jesus Oh for everything that you've done Oh you are worthy Lord right now This altar is open tonight Let's come and worship. Let's come with our mind on the purpose that is at hand right now. God sees our need and our situation, but we've got to bring it before Him right now. We've got to come and lay it up at this altar and say, "Lord, I've had enough, but I'm ready for You. I'm ready for the the truth. I'm ready for the perfect will to be done in my heart."
1: I need you more, more than yesterday, I need you, Lord, more than words can say, I need you more than ever before, I need you, Lord. (laughs) Eee! <laughs>